I'm a texture, a lady's on a loose, Fabo is out to arrest her, a lyrical protester, converting the masses with so-called propaganda, not the system on they asses, alas, put execs under a magnifying glass, and now the world seems with thrill, another form of tear gas, when eyes were blurry, money cars, holes, no worries, vision is clear now, got the man in the fury, now just running from dogs, dodging bullets in the scurry, like Malcolm and Martin, gotta shut him down in a hurry, and MC out to slain the typical rapper, the fraudulent big spender, out clubbing street trapper, a great actor, falsifying how they living, got her undivided attention, lies is what they giving, orders from the top, just to earn a buck, so you puppet ass rappers, I'm wishing you luck, you know, watch for this lady MC, a real game changer, the girl next door, but to your ear, she's a stranger, a lone star ranger, wanna crucify and hang her, modern day savior, unseen lyrical flavor, so watch your back, cause all her weapons got you wondering what that was, much like a cat does, I'm God ready to scratch, almost a DJ, turning tables trying to catch, you mice niggas, scurry along, running at the cheese, your agenda's all wrong, warning your homie, spread the word, she's armed and dangerous, you heard? Damn, it feels good. There it is. Skull Funk Radio, Volume 9. I am your host, Food One. 
the fantastic coffee crook stealing people's coffees, causing mayhem and mischief. And man, uh, yesterday was Thanksgiving. We're posting this much later, obviously, but um, Thanksgiving at the Bendis house here in Portland, Oregon. A beautiful, glorious time. And I just want to say thank you to Brian and Elisa for welcoming all of us into their lovely home, being incredible hosts and just damn good people. I like hanging out with uh, the comics peeps, eating some delicious food, enjoying a beverage, and then talking art and comics. What else do you want, man? Good shit. I hope you guys had a, a good one out there and uh, the holiday season is coming into effect and I hope you have a great time out there. It's a great time always in the Skull Funk lair. We started off the show Sound Directions with Dice Game. The funky side of life is the record from 2005. Sound Directions is, of course, Mad Lib, the brilliant producer, instrumentalist, um, fantastic human being, probably my favorite hip hop producer of all time. Him and Jay Dilla, just right up there at the top of my list. And Madlib uh, has been releasing just banger hits and releases from Stone's Throw Records since the mid to late 90s. Um, I will speak much more on him in greater detail in future shows and might even wind up doing like a whole show dedicated to his music and productions because he's done so many different things and he's kind of known as like the Frank Zappa of the hip hop world because of how eclectic, psychedelic and brilliant he is. Um, following Mad Lib, Rodriguez, the legend man. Cold Fact is the record from 1970. Only Good for Conversation is the name of the track. And if you're listening to this show, you probably know the story of Rodriguez, in case you don't. The very, very quick description is, this guy was like a prodigy, brilliant uh, singer-songwriter, made a record called Cold Fact in 1970 and Coming From Reality in 1971 for Sussex Records. The records were released at that time and didn't really do anything. Like no one really paid attention to them, they did not sell well, and Rodriguez was supposed to make a third record, and he did not do that and wound up retiring from music, and then these two records got a huge cult following in South Africa in the mid-70s, and he wound up, like, outselling Elvis Presley records, and he gained this stardom in South Africa and then that kind of resurrected his career much later on. There's an incredible documentary called Searching for Sugar Man, which was released in 2012 that, like I said, if you listen to this show, you've probably seen the documentary. You're probably like, yeah, we, we know. Um, if you have not seen the documentary, stop this show right now and go watch that and your mind will be blown. Fucking great, and just what a weird, bizarre 
amazing rock and roll story. Uh, we ended the set with the Quakers 2012 raid featuring Lyric Jones and um, good shit right there. A lot going on in the Skull Funk Labs these days. I'm full-blown uh, penciling, writing, working on the next Girl Scout series for next year. So I've been in like um, kind of hibernation, comics making mode. Now that the convention season is over, it feels good just to kind of be at home. I'm wearing sweatpants and a comfortable sweater. I'm drinking a hot beverage. Tunes are cranking and just, just comic making mode, man. Feels good. Doesn't feel, I don't feel too much pressure. I'm just kind of doing it and making things happen. So hopefully we'll see the results of that soon. I don't have a schedule for the book yet for next year. I just know that five issues, Girl Scouts Stone Ghost is the name of the series. I'm writing, drawing, even lettering doing everything on this one. Uh, I'll keep you guys updated as things develop. I also have currently on the shelves, uh, variant covers are out right now for uh, Ninjak 13. And um, what else? I'm trying to think of the other releases I have right now. I'll get back to it when I, when I remember. Um, let's get back to the tunes. Let's get into some Trans Am. You see, I know the world. 
Man, how good is that? Sex Pistols, 1977 from the record. Never mind the Bullocks. Here's the Sex Pistols. You guys all have that LP in your collection, of course. The song is No Feelings. And, uh, you know, the Pistols formed in 1975, the year I was born. Um, Johnny Rotten, the lead singer, was recruited into the group because the other band members or a friend of the band members or someone saw him walking around the streets in London with a Pink Floyd t-shirt on and then the words, I hate, hand-drawn above the Pink Floyd lo logo. So, rocking a custom I Hate Pink Floyd t-shirt, and they were like, let's talk to this guy. Let's get this guy. Um, that record though, the Nevermind the Bollocks record is, I think, absolutely fantastic, flawless recording. One of my favorite punk records ever. I don't even really consider it to be necessarily like a punk rock record. To me, it's just like a great rock and roll record. The playing on it is so good. Uh, Steve Jones, Paul Cook, Glenn Matlock, all just completely crushing it on the music level. And I mean, Steve Jones on guitar just owns that record. It's so good. Uh, one misconception is that Everyone knows Sid Vicious as this very specific kind of cartoonish type character. He came on and played bass with the band in 1977. Fortunately, he did not play on the record because the record sounds great. Sid Vicious was not a great bass player. He was just sort of this cartoonish, junky kind of character that they thought he looked good. He had like the haircut. The, the lock, padlock thing, chain around his neck. And after Glenn Matlock left the band in 77, they basically hired Sid just because he was sort of this Sex Pistols fanboy kind of guy. And him joining the group kind of marked the end of the group. It kind of became more of this cartoonish, outrageous, what are they going to say? What are they going to do to get into the papers to piss people off? and. This was all kind of fabricated and encouraged by Malcolm McLaren, their, their manager. But um, for me, it's like the musicianship, the, the band is that original lineup that played on the record. So if you don't know much about the band, if you don't have Nevermind the Bollocks, if you think it's just loud, fast, poorly played, shitty punk rock music, do yourself a favor, man, get the LP, and I think your mind will be changed, and and uh, you'll be very surprised at the musicianship and uh, just the pure skills that are happening on this record. Classic, classic LP, man. Uh, Before the Pistols, another punk rock classic band, the X-Ray Specs. Uh, the track is the day the, the day the world turned day glow and that's from uh 76 x-ray specs fucking fantastic polystyrene lead singer rest in peace uh one of the best punk vocalists from that era for sure starting off the set trans am obscene strategies 2007 
from their LP, Sex Change. That was always one of my um, dance floor bangers that I would play when I would DJ. Uh, I say DJ loosely because I was never a great DJ, but I would just, you know, travel around with a crate of records and put songs on. Whenever I would go to St. Louis to visit my family, I would DJ at this total shithole of a spot called the Upstairs Lounge with my little brother, DJ Moff, and our friend Christian, a.k.a. Creme Brulee, one of the better DJ names. And we would all just take turns spinning records at the Upstairs Lounge on a Saturday night. The place would get packed. Everyone would get shit-faced. No one would pay attention to my bad transitions and mixing skills, so... Uh, I didn't feel bad about my lack of abilities, but that Trans Am song I would always put into my set and it would manage to get people, people would be moving, man. And there would be weird shit happening in that club. Uh, weed smoking, drug taking, these booths where people would hang out. And I think people were getting like hand jobs and stuff there. I, I don't know. It was a free for all, man. It was a, a looser era for sure. Um, last talking bit, I was trying to remember some other variant covers for you guys to buy. Quantum and Woody, number 12 from Valiant, and Barbarella, issue 12 from Dynamite, are also on the stands if you want to cop some, uh, you know cool comic book variant cover limited edition specialness for your collection that's all i'll sell you let's get back to the mix She was 
Delicious. Oh man, what just went down? Tame Impala. The moment from 2015, their LP Currents. Those guys are fantastic psychedelic rock band from Australia. Do not miss out on their LP called Lonerism from 2012. It's very, it's definitely psychedelic, but it's it's uh, more grungy, rocky, Led Zeppelin. Got a bit of a strut and swagger to it. And then Currents from 2015 is definitely more psychedelic and ethereal and songs like The Moment, which I just played, which almost goes into electronic dancey, danceiness. Can I say that? Maybe, but uh, don't sleep on that band. Those guys are fantastic. Before Tame Impala, the man, the myth, the legend, you guys, Alice Cooper. Alice fucking Cooper. Um, Blue Turk is the name of the track from his incredible record, Schools Out. Love that Blue Turk song just because it's so bizarre and so unusual. And uh, I was first exposed to Alice Cooper as a young kid growing up in the late 70s. Uh, I was watching The Muppet Show one night with my older sister, which we did every evening. And Alice Cooper was the guest on The Muppet Show and it scared the living shit out of me. I was just a child, just a little kid, but him performing Welcome to My Nightmare was sort of like etched into my brain forever. And uh, before I started recording this show, I went to YouTube and rewatched the footage of him doing that song. Obviously now it's of course very kind of silly, but charming. And Alice is just a fantastic performer, but shit, man, as a little kid, that disturbed and freaked me out. And um, if you're interested in documentaries about music, about music-related affairs, check out the documentary about Alice Cooper's manager, Shep Gordon. It's called Supermensch. Mike Myers produced and directed it. It's all about Shep's incredible, fantastic, mind-blowing career as a producer, manager, restaurateur, Hollywood guy. But um, his managing skills and how he made Alice Cooper the character and how him and Alice crafted all this, how they blew it up into this sensational thing is, is in the documentary and it's all fascinating and incredible and very funny. Um, one very quick story, when Alice was in London, I think, for the very first time in order to promote his show, Shep Gordon had a billboard of Alice put on a flatbed truck. They purposefully broke the truck down in the middle of Piccadilly Circus so that it would stop traffic and get attention. And the billboard was this photo, this image of Alice Cooper naked with his makeup on, wrapped in like a snake, with a snake wrapped around him. And this was, of course, at the time, very, very shocking. And the British tabloids went down there and took photos of it, and it made the papers. And as a result of this, Alice's concerts were all sold out. 
So the hype of all that worked, and I just think that that's a very, very brilliant and funny early marketing strategies for how to sensationalize and make rock and roll happen. Brilliant job, Chef Gordon. Well done, sir. Uh, before Alice was uh, Final Solution, Never Coming Back Again, 1975, from the Brother Man soundtrack. It's a record my uh, buddy Scott Mosier turned me on to. Shout out to Scott Mosier. Well done, sir. I told everyone to go see the Grinch movie. The Grinch movie came out and in its first week, it was the number one movie in America. Props to you, buddy. I've never known anyone or been good friends with anyone who's had the number one movie at the box office. So, fuck yeah, Scott Moser. I, I tip my glass to you. My mug of tea that I'm drinking goes to you, sir. Uh, while I'm giving shout outs, Matthew Zawicki, the mysterious Justin K on production. Couldn't do it without you guys. You're brilliant and I thank you. Thank all of you guys for listening, sticking with the show. Please spread the word if you don't mind. At Jim Mafud on Instagram, daily updates. JimMafud.com for merch needs. And you know the website, skullfunkradio.fireside.fm is where you get this show. And uh, keep on rocking in the free world out there, you guys. Take care. Peace. Oh, 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 oh,